0: Day. 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 For, inspiration. For inspiration, come on, come on, come pushing, Mrs.
1: Garrett. Orgies and everything else.
2: Come, 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 on. come, on.
1: Very, very nice.
0: I love your nipple. Come on, come on. No.
2: Come on.
3: I'll get this come out come out come out come out come 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 out a out come out come out come
0: out
3: come out come 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 I come <laughs> You
4: have
3: a And what?
0: Come on. Come on. I don't want to get like pussy
3: baby. What is this can do? You like to be like <laughs> <Move
4: cars, laughs> <we should. laughs> yeah. You want me to fuck today, honey? Oh, really? Only when I'm no one can see. to You me. Yeah, I got my own place, here? on her
3: pussy? Sure. And what? Tonight, dance with well, real Take the See cool sugar hole.
0: Uh,
1: little girl. Don't talk.
4: Yeah. Until that baby, are you
1: gonna let him hold your dad and make you cry? Don't you know? Don't you know? Things are
5: change, things are going away. Hold on, hold on. One
1: more day. Hold on, hold on One more day, things are going away. Hold on,
5: hold on. Hold on. Hold on. One more
1: day, oh, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. Okay, hold on, mister I'm not lesbian.
5: One more day break free from the chain This thing, guess what? Yeah, I know that there is pain Hold on, hold on Hold on One more day and you break free, break from the chain Someday somebody's gonna make you wanna turn around and say goodbye, say goodbye. Until day, baby, are you gonna let them hold you down and make you cry? do you know, don't you know, things to
1: go away, on. Hello, am I on? I wanted to play some music I don't know if it's working and I don't know if any of this is working I've been graying so long I don't remember how it works I, I don't know I was eating an orange though So that was good Let's see, is this Okay, I have music coming in. Why is it coming from there? Oh well That's weird Yeah, I guess that's the right place. Okay, I'm here, everyone.
6: Oh my God! Do you know who you said you were and what you said to us? And and I said, Oh
1: Lord God. Bill Frisell, audience. Bill Frisell. That's who this is. I love Bill Forsell. He's wonderful. We can just listen to him. I had to reset the stream because it was fucked. So I don't know. I asked audience if somebody could listen, but apparently that's too much to ask for people to actually listen. I think it's working. I'm checking now. I have to listen to my own show. I have no listeners, that's why. Yeah, I think it's working. Whatever. I need to calm down audience. been working like a Hebrew slave. It's me the Hebrew slave lesbian Madge Wine Stearns
4: <laughs>
1: Yep, it's me diking out Right. I'm right here. Yeah, I sure am. Me, lesbian. I think I have some voicemails. Let me see, too, I? Such a nice music that is. I love the bill for sale. Just chill. It's not the iPad. iPhone is number 78. Is that it? Now let me log into my thing I'm just really saying hi, I'm not in the mood to do this. I'm just so busy working like a Hebrew slave. Mostly spams. Oh. How about this one? Spam. It's not working. Oh, wait. Why is it coming out of there? It's supposed to be coming out of the headphone, but. It's not coming out of the right hole. This dumb piece of shit. What is that? Okay, that doesn't work. Let me try this. Oh, there's the phone? It's supposed to come through the... Why do I have this thing attached if it doesn't work? Used to work. Is that better? It's supposed to be coming out of the headphone. Well, there we go. I'm mm-hmm. very chill audience. I don't feel like uh, much of anything. Let's say voice, Google voice. Let's see. That's not it. No, it's not working. How do you get this goddamn thing to work? It used to work. Fucking shit. It was just working a second ago. The thing. That's not it. Who no, said that's not working? Oh it works through the like I apple, I don't care about Taylor Swift and her stupid thing and her stupid body suits. God, is that garbage? Yeah, that's. So apparently, I just can't do the Google Voice through the holder. What's happening? Okay, that's Kenny Wang. Let me try it once more. Because if it's not going to do that, I might as well do it through the other holder, right? Yeah, I guess I will. What a pain in the ass. Yeah, I think they try to protect it so that you can't, you know, like record phone calls or some stupid Orwellian shit. It turns out that the Orwellian protection is what's more Orwellian about it. Okay, Google Voice. Now I have to log in. Sorry. going to be a while. But then hopefully I'll be done soon and I can stop talking to you. Sign in. Oh yeah, verify it's me. Who else would it be? Your mother with stink hair and blubber cunt? Is that who? Oh. Okay. Now I need to know my password. Enable auto... I don't know my password. It's always the same shit with these people. Why can't I just connect? I thought you had... New shit audience. You know, I'm turning off the music. Fuck this. Right? Let me see. What did I do? No. 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 No, oh, that's some Deborah shit. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're just going to have a nice uh, time here. Um, right. And we're just going to have a nice time, me and you. And we're going to talk, right? Um, let's see here. Okay, is... Oh, I finally have a listener in my holder. Is... Uh, is Daphnades there. Daphne's, is my sound okay? Let me know. If I don't need you to be picky. I just want to know if it's... Because before it was sounding distorted and horrible. I just want to make sure it's reasonably itable. Not like, you know, a horrible thing where you have to tell me, you know, it's this or it's that. It's the other thing. Um. Yeah. So, okay. Let's see. Uh, what was I going to... Tra- oh, I wanted to find my voicemail, but I have to get my my password from my Google, because I don't know what that is, to get into my voicemail so I can play these stupid or Somebody's just going to insult me, which is fine. Let's see, Google Voice. Oh, what is my stupid goddamn shit? Oh, everywhere. This is so difficult. Okay, I'll copy that, and then it's going to want more authentication because people want to steal my shit and be robots and all that crap. Right? Okay, so there's. Oh, I got in! Now, let's, now, I think we can do the voicemail, but I have to make sure that I've got the right setting. Zoom out. Microphone zoom in. Zoom out, GV. Okay, so is do I have the right holder? Let's test it before I go cuckoo. Oh, yeah, I got it. GV zoom. All right. I got it all looped back. Okay, so here. Oh, I have... What is this one? Okay, let's do this. That's not a real message of this. This that's a girl, line.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You want to smell my
3: face dropping? Hey, you egg. You firm uterus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: That's pretty good. That was really a nice message. Thanks. Um. <laughs>
0: you're my girl. <laughs> mm-hmm. Are you stupid fucking shit? Mm-hmm. That's your fucking phone, you Fucking bloated lesbian, piece of shit. Fucking boring, dumb knocker. Yeah. Playing with your son, huh? Playing with your
1: chiffon, honey,
4: <laughs>
1: Okay, that was a nice message. Really like that.
0: girl turtle, girl Why would you answer my phone call? Nice. What's wrong with you? Okay, oh, I want you to claw with, me. with me.
1: I heard him say, I think I'm in the background saying Machu Picchu or something.
0: What is <laughs> well, he's just throwing out for every single time. He's saying, Girdle, Girdle, Girdle,
3: Girdle, Girdle. girdle. Ooh, you want to play with my girls? Oh, you wanna come down and touch my, my lips? You wanna play with my pussy lips? You wanna make the toe lips? You wanna have a
0: little baby?
3: You wanna make it next to like a panty be. You wanna be a good girl? you wanna be a good girl? For the last time? You wanna die? my phone
7: number got my phone number one girl Shepherd
1: I don't know who that is, but it's this person that's been stalking me. I think they're stalking me on Twitter too. I quit all my social medias. I mean, I didn't quit them. I just deleted the apps from the phone. I didn't like um and thank you, Daphnades, for qualifying my audio quality. I appreciate that coming from you. An academic uh, person who understands what it's like to, you know, say the right thing all the time, because you have to say the right thing in academia, you have to be anti-Zionist like Reagan Fox, okay, you have to be anti-Zionist or else you'll get fired from your academic job, right, just kidding, not really. You know, I was going to, like, talk about stuff, but I can't, you know, I heard this Joni Mitchell, uh, uh, I'm, I still love her, she's so wonderful, and she said, you know, there's no such thing as writer's block, it's just you're either willing to talk about your feelings or you're not, you know, and that's my that's where I'm at, so I have to talk about my feelings, unpleasant as they may be, so let's talk about them, shall we, right, clairaudient means you can hear your guide just
6: take aim and, and that's do not it the most
1: pleasant thing in the world because
6: now most people think you will hear it in a voice and you don't you hear it sometimes most of the
1: time like the chipmunks it's a high chirping noise you know you have all this talk about the academics freedom and everything and then and then why do i find myself for to like i don't want to say something why i have to say what's on my mind who gives a shit right but here's the thing I don't understand. Reagan, you were on Big Brother for, God, what was it, six weeks straight? I should have mentioned this before. I'm sorry, I never said this. But it's been on my mind, and it came up recently because you posted in response to something about Julianne Margulies, who is one of the few people defending Jews, albeit she says a little bit, you know, stuff that's kind of, you know, extreme, I guess you could say. Although people like Gina have gaslit her saying, are you, is she okay? Yeah, she's fine. Don't gaslight her. You know, just because. What about Greta Thunberg? She's the one saying. Oh, what did she say about and? She said all Zionists should burn in hell or something, or we're going to destroy. Wait, let me look at that. I didn't see anybody complaining about what her what she said though. Greta Thunberg. Uh I can't see because I don't have my glasses. Berg. Zionists Zionists. I can't see. I got to put my glasses on. Uh, let's see. Um, crush Zionism. Greta Thunberg chants, crush Zionism outside the Israeli embassy in Stockholm. Okay, yeah, crush Zionism. Sounds kind of aggressive, but that that was okay. But Julian Margulies basically said, well, if you're a black lesbian and you're defending uh, Palestinians, you might want to really consider the fact that they would probably kill you. You know, whatever. But that means she's mentally ill, apparently, according to Gina. And... um Anyway, so Reagan was, I don't have the, the quotation marks. I'm not academic, right? I don't have it all, pr- you know, in paper and, you know, and in complicated language that I that nobody understands so that you can think I'm right, even though it doesn't make any sense. But you'd be like, oh, oh, this makes sense. You know, I believe, I think this person's right because they used a lot of word salad, right? Now, sorry, I don't do that. I My salad is uh, from the rectum and you eat it out. Yeah, that's cleaning the kitchen, that's eating the salad. Okay. That's what it is. Anyway, um what I want to talk about is this. What? That's what. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Right. Right.
8: You're a rich girl and you gone too far cuz you know it don't matter anyway. You can rely on the old man's money. You on the old man honey it's a bitch girl and you have going too far because you know it no matter anyway you're an idiot money but it won't get you too far get you too far
1: here's the thing though shut up the thing is i should have said this years ago reagan but it always bothered me and i never found a time to say it and it always felt stupid but i wondered from the from the, I, I, obsessively watched you on Big Brother, Reagan. Um, it was fun to have a friend on the TV, and I, I you know, it was, and I even watched the. Um, in fact, I think it was Gina who paid for the subscription to the After Hours. I just watched everything. I didn't watch every single minute of you on camera. I don't suppose, but what the thing is that I noticed is that you didn't once mention your Jewish identity, but you mentioned being gay like uh, about three hundred bazillion times which is why I get a little upset when you say as a Jew I'm an anti-Zionist or you refer to yourself as an anti-Zionist Jew so now you're a Jew when you when it can give you some credit, you know when it adds to your sort of um what do you call it your I don't know what's the word your your credibility as a anti-Zionist in other words being an anti-Zionist is is something as an academic person, but you're an anti-Zionist Jew. Oh, that's that's why wow, that's something. This is a Jew that's anti-Zionist. I'm going to take a listen, but I feel like maybe you you are just a Jew when it's convenient, right? Maybe. And this is you know you can be offended or whatever, or think I'm wrong or yell at me. That's fine, but this is what I have to talk about in order because I have writers, I have podcasters blocked. But not really, that's not why I wasn't grumbling. I was in Florida. I was all over. And the other thing I would just want to talk about, and that's really it right now. I just, I, I've never said that. It's my fault for never saying that. But it always bothered me. Like, and it, I'm not even talking about now with, with this conflict and everything. But I'm just, I mean, it bothered me then. And I, I don't know why I never mentioned it. But it, it really bothered me. Like, why doesn't he mention the fact that he's Jewish? You didn't mention it once. Like, not at all. It was you were not Jewish on that show, but you were very gay, and but when you want you're an when you're an anti-Zionist. Now all of a sudden you're Jewish, right? So yeah, aside from the fact that yes, it 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 does bother me that that somebody that you're anti-Zionist, and it's it's And this is not, and this is where I have to go general. And this is that my personal attack of Reagan Fox is pretty much over. That's all I wanted to say regarding. Him, you know, and plus, no, it's not, no, because he was talking about how um, I don't read because he sent me this gobbledygook academic thing about um, homo nationalism, which I really didn't understand. Like, he's like, read this, that'll explain where uh, Katja's coming from, which is another thing, the Katja thing with Katja Gogo. Katja from the Drew RuPaul's Drag Race is basically saying that, you know, oh, they're just as bad in, you know, in. Uh, Glasgow to gays as they are in Palestine and everybody's like what the fuck are you talking about like it's just just this false equivalence but the issue as far as i'm concerned is you know the exception is the outlier you know the uh gay gay bashing is the is the exception in a place like Glasgow it is the rule in a place like Palestine right so it's not the same thing. There's some. There were so I, I realize I'm ta- taking this out of context. It doesn't make sense, right? Because I'm not giving you any of the background. So I'm just fucking babbling, but that's what I have to do right now is babble. So anyway, if you want the context, go. You know, probably just you're not going to get it from me. Uh, I'm sure Reagan will give it to you from his car sometime. You know, if you want to watch his Instagrams videos from his car, then he can give you the context and explain all why his opinion is one hundred percently perfect and mine is wrong, right? Because I don't read about homo... I'm just going to read... Yeah, I want to read this because I want to show you, like... I tried to... I read this fucking thing, like, to try and understand. Apparently, yeah, that this is why um, I'm stupid, right? Uh, because I don't read because this didn't make sense to me. Uh, homo-, homo nationalism is often seen as the favorable association between a nationalist ideology and LGBT, LGBT people or their rights. But it's further described as a systematic oppression of queer radicalized and sexualized groups in an attempt to support neoliberal structures and ideals. The term was originally proposed by the researcher In gender studies, Jasbir Puar in 2007 to refer to the processes by which neoliberal and capitalist power structures line up with the claims of the LGBT community in order to justify racist, xenophobic, and aporophobic positions, especially against Muslims, basing them on prejudices that immigrants are homophobic and that Western society is egalitarian. Thus, sexual diversity and LGBT rights are used to to sustain political stances against immigration, becoming increasingly common among foreigners right parties and terrorist assemblages poor describes homonationalism as a form of exceptionalism dependent on the segregation and disqualification of racial and sexual others from the dominant image of a particular society most often discussed within an american framework now because i didn't understand what the fuck and, and that's just one paragraph mind you now because i didn't understand what the fuck that meant and i'm willing to admit that i don't know what the fuck it meant Because I'm not an academic, I don't read shit like this for a living, I don't live and breathe this kind of gobbledygook language, I don't know what the fuck it means. I can't say whether I agree with it or not, but there's several more paragraphs of this crap, and I don't know what the fuck it means. My mother reads all the time, and I gave it to her, she said, I don't know what the fuck that means, it's like a bunch of gobbledygook, right? It's like, Reagan, if I gave you a a technical a white paper on how to, you know, code in Python, you wouldn't know what the fuck that is either. It's like you have to respect people's domains where they come where they're where they're able to come from. And then he's just insulting me saying, you don't know how to read. You obviously don't want to read and take the time to research this issue as I have, blah, 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 blah. Well whatever. You know, just whatever. But here's the thing. Am I done with the attack? I'm not sure. Mm, I don't know. Probably not. I I reserve the right to continue my attack, which my very nebulous attack, which doesn't even make sense because anybody who's listening is going to be like, I don't know what the fuck this bitch is talking about, right? I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. But whatever, right? I don't even understand it, okay? So whatever. So anyway, but, but, you know, so she used it to attack me because Julianne Margulies or something like that. And that's when I said, you know, I'm done with social media and I need a break from this shit. But the one thing she did say that I that I did take as a valid criticism is she said, Madge, you're so, you know, binary when it comes to this Palestine-Israel conflict. I'm sorry, Hamas-Israel. I don't know why it's Hamas-Israel. Why is it not Palestine? Whatever. Whatever. You're so binary. You're not nuanced. But on your grum, you're nuanced. And I, I thought, you know, that's probably true. I am binary on this fucking stupid Twitter platform. I do get angry. And, uh, and yeah, so maybe I should just fucking get off it for a while, which is what I did. And I think, you know, in that regard, I do, I appreciate the criticism that I got, even though I don't believe that it was actually correct in that context, but it, it was valid, I guess, because at least it fucking worked. Am I making any sense at all? No, I'm not. But here's the thing. I have no idea what I was just talking about. Um, right. But no, the but so I just want to get away from that personal attack. Very, but Reagan—I still like Reagan very much as a person. I just, you know, I don't know what to do with this. You know, I'm not—I'm a, you know, I've recently learned according to certain people that have told me that I'm neurodivergent, even though I didn't know that. So since I'm neurodivergent, I can blame everything wrong with me on my disorder. Since I'm neurodivergent, you don't have to—you um, don't have to uh, play with my pussy anymore. I mean, you can like my. My uh, behavior isn't my fault, it's my disorder's fault, it's my neuron's fault, right? So fuck me hard in the butt because of that. Am I recording? Let me make sure. I mean, I know I'm recording a number one holder. Am I recording a number two holder? I think so, I think I am. So I've been reading about anti-Zionism. I've reading about, I've read a lot of books and shit, right? I know I don't read. Because right? Reagan doesn't think I read because I don't read gobbledygooks, twist-your-own-words-do-a-cartwheel-on-your-own-fucking-tongue shit. But, yeah, I do fucking read and I enjoy it. But I like to read things that are in English, meant for normal people to understand, not academic white-lady papers. Wuntered Wisdom. Uh, <clears throat> I don't mean anything bad about Wuntered. She's very, very um, non-partisan. Right? Just very, very she's likes cruises and puppy dogs and bunt cakes now. Nothing controversial about one wisdom. Just take aim and do it. Um no. Right. But I had to say something, audience, because otherwise I'd be blocked, so you know, I, I I think everybody understands me by now that I'm just trying to talk, and I don't know how to get it out because my brain doesn't work right because I'm neurodivergent, which isn't my fault. It's my neurons' fault, so fuck my ass. But so I was listening to, like, The Daily, and they're talking about the, the anti-Zionism, and then I was, you know, here's the thing. Okay, so from what I understand... Yeah, uh, the question really is, is anti-Zionism anti-Semitic? Well, okay, yes, in my opinion, yes, but according to the New York Times, yes and no. Yes, because for some people, anti-Zionist means exterminate the Jews and cause genocide, but for other people, anti-Zionism is just this idea that— um, Israel's not a very good idea, but we have it anyway. So, I, how can you be anti Zionist? And what do you do with the fucking Jews? That's what I don't understand. If you're anti Zionist, and I'm sure I get some, I'm sure Reagan is coming up with some con, condescending remark in his head that it's all my fault. You know, greenwash me or green light, gaslight, whatever it is, it's all my fault, of course, because I don't read enough academic papers, enough preprints, right? But I don't get it. And I've tried to understand. I'm trying to read these articles, the both sides articles in The New York Times about it. But it's like, okay, so Jerry Nadler didn't vote for the thing to condemn, you know, anti-Zionism as anti-Semitism because not everybody who's anti-Zionist is anti-Semitic. Well, can't we just get a different word then for the people who are anti zionist but aren't anti-Semitic? Because it seems pretty anti-Semitic to me. If you want to say Israel, you know, was basically a mistake. I mean, I get being anti-Zionist in 1940, right? But now we have Israel. We've got half the Jews in the world live there. So you can't. So if you're anti-Zionist, you're basically saying you're either a theoretical anti-Zionist, which means you're a fucking pussy. Because what does that fucking mean? Oh, I'm an anti-Zionist, but Israel, the Jews can stay there. Right? They can stay there. But I'm anti Zionist. Then what are you anti Zionist if the Jews if you're fine with the Jews staying there? Or are you saying it should be a, a, a one state and the Palestinians state and they should just live together? Yeah, that'll work out really well. What with the rapes and the the burnings and the you know, well that that'll work out well. No, it has to be two state solution. So if you're anti Zionist, does that mean you don't have a two state solution? Right? Does that mean No Israel? It sounds to me like Zion is Israel. Anti Zionist is anti Israel. So I feel like there's this, this is the academic doublespeak again. And this is where all these fucking uh, uh, presidents of the Harvard shit were like, oh, yeah, well, genocide is bad, but it depends on the context. And they were talking like my anti bullying harassment. It has to be per se. That was in my video that I watched last Grum, where it was like, oh no, when I was on with Ninja. Like, it has to be pervasive. And, you know, there are these fucking rules. Like, oh, I know anything can be a person. It's also this dumb academic garbage, but people, be fucking real, you know? Get a new word, right? Anti-Zionist means people who don't believe Israel should exist. So how is that not anti-Semitic, right? I'm so confused. Or how can you be a theoretical anti-Zionist, right, so, like, you think that the idea of Zionism was... I mean, I think a lot of people might think that Zionism was bad, but we have it. We have Israel. That's why I don't get it. And, yeah, I've read about it, and I haven't read any decent explanation. It's just these vague-washing things where it's like, well, you can be, um, you know, you can be against the idea of Zionism, but that doesn't mean you're anti-Semitic. Okay, so you're against the idea of Zionism, but when you have Israel, where are the... And you're saying that no more Jews. So you're okay. So there's you're against Zionism, but you can be like, oh, okay, it's cool to have Israel still. So you're cool with Israel being Israel and you're cool with the Jews living there. Can you still be an, an anti Zionist and believe that the Jews sh- can stay in Israel and still have it a state that belongs to the Jews called Israel? I don't know. But I find that that I haven't found anyone who is directly answering that question, really. It just seems like this bizarre, like people want to be, they want to, they don't want to have, they're afraid to have a binary opinion. You can't hide a nuance. You have to, like, there's a difference between being nuanced and seeing both sides versus afraid to have an opinion because you don't want to get attacked for it. You know what I mean? It's so confusing right now. I don't know. Yeah. And I do think, like, for somebody that's, um, you know, against the binary and wants nuance, isn't anti-Zionist, calling yourself that Reagan Fox, isn't that kind of binary? Anti-Zionist? It's not nuanced Zionist or maybe Zionist. It's pretty binary, right? Anti-Zionist, against Zionist, right? What does it mean to you, then? Get your own word because to me anti zionist means against Israel being a state, and I think that's pretty clear, you know semantically and in terms of intent now, I know that there was a lot of fucking i've been uh, uh there there a lot of bad shit happened in forming this state, and Israel made a lot the the there was you know a battle of whether it should be like an organic kind of socialist movement that exists in harmony with Palestinians without a separate state versus the hardcore Zionists, which actually won uh, the Ben-Gurion people who said, you know, no, we're going to have a state. And they killed a lot of people. They killed a lot of Arabs. They ran a lot of Arabs out. It was, it was in my opinion, ethnic cleansing that that made it happen. But it's in the past. And now we have the state there. Just like in America we had massive genocide to clear this fucking humongous country of, of Native Americans and we still have a country. Right? We have the country that we that we fucking committed genocide to get. And it's still our country, right? So are you you know so if you're gonna be anti-Zionist, you gotta be anti-Americanist too, right? I don't know. It's all fucked up, isn't it? It's all fucked up. I mean, I think the 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 um the the mass uh killings of all these Palestinians is fucking horrific. I don't like Netanyahu one bit. But that doesn't mean Israel shouldn't exist because we have a horrible ruler there who maybe reacted in the wrong way to a fucking horrible atrocity, which often that part doesn't get the um the play it deserves. It's fucking horrible. And as I I think I've said all about the conflict I want to say in the last episode where I basically, I don't understand why we don't go after um, the leaders of Hamas in Qatar. And I think there's a lot of other higher, I I see the the front line, all these poor people, the citizens, the ones paying the price. And um, yeah, it's all fucked up. It's all fucked up. But this anti-Zionism thing, I don't know, like, what does it mean? I just, I don't understand it. How can you be anti-Zionist? It's like you want your cake and eat it too. You want everybody to like you. So you're going to be anti-Zionist, but at the same time, you're not really anti-Zionist because you think the Jews should can continue to live there, right, in Israel. So that's the excuse that says, oh, we're not anti-Semitic because we don't really mean it. Then get a different fucking word. Because anti-Zionist means no Israeli st- no state of Israel. And I get it. There was a fucking long-ass podcast I listen to on Jacobin. I try to, you know, to hear the opinions I don't necessarily agree with. And there's about about Zionism. Of course Jacobin is very anti-Zionist, but like their whole argument was all from the past. It's all like, well, just, this this person was at first we they tried to do that and Ben-Gurion did this and then these, you know, these purges and it's it's, it's true, but my point is we're here. We're here. As Big Edie would say, we're in this world, you know, or you're in this world, you know. We have this, you know, we have three generations of people who were born in Israel who have never known any other country. They live there. It is their country. So if you're going to be anti-Zionist, you're going to say you don't deserve a country, then you're going to ethnically cleanse them. It's the same fucking shit. So the only solution is a two-state solution. How are you going to have a two-state solution if there's no peace? And the last ceasefire was broken by Hamas when they murdered whatever 1200 and took 200 people uh, hostage or whatever you know but it's going to go back and forth um, you know the violence is, is horrible but there's only one solution, which is a two-state solution, and the violence has to stop. I don't see—there is no other solution, because both the other sides are ethnically cleansing. Though I do kind of feel like maybe Netanyahu is ethnically cleansing uh, Palestine. But that doesn't mean that you have to be anti-Zionist, you know? I'm sorry, but it's rough, but just because we have one fucking horrible president over there doesn't mean that the whole country should fucking disappear from the earth and that we should be ethnically cleansed. I mean, the Holocaust was fucking horrible. You need to read about it if you hadn't, but um, they did burn six million of us in ovens, including a lot of my relatives, and we do need a homeland, and it was given to us by the fucking United Nations, and yeah, so could... could the Jews have gone about it better that claiming that land that was given to them by the UN absolutely uh some embarrassing and horrible atrocities happened. Um, yeah, there it's awful, um, right, right. so anyway, have I gotten that out? I don't know. I feel filthy, I feel dirty and filthy because when I can't talk about this and haven't make any fucking sense, because none of it makes sense and as much as i try and read and understand it it doesn't make sense cuz it's still all just digesting in my head and I, I don't know and it's upsetting it's very upsetting and here i am in my fucking you know safe area and there's people dying uh in in um in palestine and gaza and uh, not to mention other places in the world and You know, climate change, is there's a a fucking thing with all that. And they have the head of the climate change party as a fucking oil executive saying we're not going to dump that. So everything's fucking awful. The only thing good about the world is that I'm an old person. I won't have to live in it that much longer. What is this?
3: The Cheryl pushed in her prolapse. The Cheryl pushed in her prolapse. The Cheryl pushed in her prolapse to see how much she could get back in. And knew all that she could fit, and knew all that she could fit, was half of her goddamn layups, but the other half of her layups, the other half of her layups, was sitting outside her
1: ass I made a salmon, um, it looks real good, I got the, um, the good one from, uh, the, the, um, the, the ladies, um, and not ladies, why did I say ladies, because I was looking at a, a Joni Mitchell thing, and I got excited, uh, not a ladies, um, mm, I got the salmon from the things with the, uh, you know, I got the salmon that, t- the organic salmon, organic, that's what I wanted to say, and um, yeah, I got uh, an organic salmon, yeah, right, Organic salmon, and I cooked it with the same way. When we were in Finland, they cook salmon by the water, and they cook it with these red peppercorns. So I got some red peppercorns from the uh, coffee and tea exchange, and um, and I, I put them on there, and it's going to be really good. But we're not going to. I think we have some leftover pork that I'm going to have to uh, eat tonight because. So I actually cooked the salmon for the uh, for the future, right? So the Simon's going to be for tomorrow, but I had to cook it because it would smell like my vagina. And then so tonight I'm eating the pork, so I'm cooking in advance, I guess. Um, I was supposed to go to an office party. I went last week. I think I told you about the reason I didn't graham last week is because I had to go to an office party in New York. I flew to New York for an office party. I was ridiculous. I flew to New York for an office party and came home the next day and I didn't wanna go. And then today my boss is like, do you know how much that hotel was, $900 a night? Yes, I know, I didn't wanna fucking go. Everything was expensive there, Um, right? Everything was expensive in New York. So the other party for the local office was to, I didn't go because I got too much work to do, and I am in Graham in a month. So actually you girls get me instead of my orifice um, party. Am I making sense? Who came
2: all the way from the West Coast to be with you tonight,
1: and writes and sings the best damn
8: songs you ever heard. Joni Mitchell, ladies and gentlemen. Ever since man got the concept of one God and and himself in God's image, he's been trying to pave everything over with his own work. (laughs) I think in a way it's better like to sort of think of things in terms of the rocks having a spirit and the trees having a spirit and, you know, that concept of God being a part of everything. I'm not trying to get religious on you up here, but uh, I don't think that man's going to really be contented until he's paved and flooded everything and by then it's too late, you know. This is a tune called You Really Don't Know What You Got Till It's Gone.
2: They Paid paradise, put up a parking lot, with a pink hotel, a boutique, and a swinging hot spot. Out till it's gone, they pay paradise, put up a parking lot. Took all the trees, put them in a tree museum. And they charged all the people a dollar and a half just to see them. Don't it always seem to go? You don't know what you got till it's gone, they pay paradise. Put up a parking lot Hey, farmer, farmer Put away that DDT now Give me spots on my apples But leave me the birds and the bees. Please and always seem to go You don't know what going I don't know, get really you older But I know going Heard that screen door slam and a big yellow tractor come and took away my house and pushed around my land don't it always seem to go you don't know what you've got till it's gone they paid paradise put up a parking lot late last night i heard that screen door slam again Big yellow taxi coming and took away my old man again Don't it always, always seem to go You don't know what you got till it's gone You take paradise, put up a parking lot You take paradise, put up a parking lot You take paradise, put up a parking lot
4: the nice pair of pink lips. Wait a minute, I my want my to tell you about this person that I met.
8: We walked inside the door and there was this guy standing there and he had a, a big turban on his head, you know, it was all white, kind of dirty whites, you know, wrapped round and round and round in a big knot at the top. And he had really wild red hair sticking out from underneath and he had a little heart earring in one ear and a little gold loop in the other and he had real fierce looking blue eyes and, and uh, you know, the mark of cane on his brow all knit, you know, from thinking really a lot and he was really intense looking. And I said to him, listen, you know, what should we do with this garbage? And, he took it out of my hand real abruptly and he looked me straight in the eyes and threw it over his shoulder all over the floor. (laughs) He was the cook there. And, uh, came his birthday. I decided to get him something, so I bought him ten Mickey Mouse chocolate bars, which were a really big deal there because everybody was collecting the cards, you know, and it had Snow White in Greek, you know, and, uh, the Seven Dwarfs, he was really pleased because out of the ten that I gave him he had eight new cards, you know. <laughs> they went up to 159, and I think they were like really odd ones that nobody seemed to have, and all of a sudden this batch came in, you know, and he was the first one to have these new eights. May not impress you, but he was very impressed. <laughs> this is a song I, I gave him for his birthday. He said, oh Carrie, you're a mean old daddy, but I like you. <laughs>
2: Africa, last night I couldn't sleep, oh you know it's sure is hard to leave here, but it's really not my home, my fingernails are filthy, I've got beach tower on my feet, and I miss my clean white linen and my fancy French cologne, i time, take oh, it out your cane, cafe and I will buy you a bottle of wine and we'll laugh and toast to nothing and smash our empty glasses down. Let's have a round for these freaks and these soldiers a round for these friends of mine. Let's have another round for the bright red dew keeps me in this tourist town. Oh, carry get out your cane I'll put on some silk I'll go to Amsterdam Oh, maybe I'll go to Rome And rent me a grand piano And put some flowers around my room But let's not talk about Betty Wells now The night is a starry dome, And they're playing that scratchy rock And roll beneath the matlin' moon Oh, carry get out your cane And I'll put on my final suit. Go to the mermaid cafe, have fun tonight The wind is in from Africa The bay is full of sheep Oh, you know it sure is hard to leave here But it's really not my home Maybe it's been too long a time Since I was scrambling down in the street Now they got me used to that please And then that fancy French cologne. Oh, Carrie, get out your cane. And I'll put on my.
1: for sale. Okay. No, not that one. Maybe this. Yeah, that's chill. Hello, my name is Manj, and I'm gonna start over. Maybe I'll erase that. That was not. I'm just kidding, I won't. Far too lazy for that. Hello, audience, I'm still here, are you? I doubt it. I'm still here, Diking out on my, my... Corn beef doesn't matter phone
4: oh, Corn beef doesn't matter but her, puss, her fucking pussy
1: ass. yeah so um I had a couple weeks visiting my mother in Florida it was very nice went to New York for that office party not as nice I hate wasting carbon in order to socialize, something else which I don't enjoy. Work, a lot of work, a lot of traveling. Oh, I got upgraded to first class on my way back from Florida, which I didn't expect. That never happens. And I was sitting near a famous person. I didn't know who it was. I still don't know who it was, but I had to ask the lady next to me. His name is uh, Dog the Bounty Hunter very tan. So was his wife. And then he and the other first-class passengers were all maga and I had a panic attack. Mostly because I missed my wife. She wasn't with me, because I only had one seat. I offered it to her, and then she took it, and then said, the last minute said, no, you take it, man. You're a big woman. You're wide. But I had already eaten. We had payway at the airport. So then, uh, yeah and i pay away and I didn't even take the meal which I was told is a boss move not boss, what was the word kind of move, power move I ate the nuts though but then my phone started getting really hot and it wouldn't work I couldn't reboot it at all and I couldn't Google how to reboot it because I didn't have a phone I think I could have pushed that volume up, volume down and then power hold but I didn't know that So I had to wait for the power to end. Like I had to turn on, I just had to turn on the light from the control panel thing. I just waited for the power to end and I thought, oh, I'm hacked, I'm hacked. It's gonna come back and I'll lose my SIM card in the plane. I was panicking, it was horrible. Turned out fine though. Turned out fine. Phone panic. Flying is terrible. But I did get a bagel and locks from the American Bagel at the O'Hare Airport when I went to my, uh, Office party last week, but uh, they didn't have capers. How can you have locks and bagel without capers? Yeah, is oh, she still singing?
2: She rallies her defenses That was organic For she fears that one will ask her for eternity While she's much too busy Being free, being free. There's a man who sends her medals. He is bleeding from the war. And there's a jouster and a jester. And the man who owns a star. There's a drummer and a dreamer. And you know there may be more. She will love them when she sees them. They will lose her if they follow. She only means to please them And her heart is full and hollow like a cactus tree While she's so busy being free
7: smoke for one day you actually take away from the smoking sandbank at the bottom of the lake so the sandbank is fractionally smaller. But the second day you don't smoke you still want to smoke because you've got a one day I don't smoke mound and a 24year I do smoke mound. Obviously it is through the continued practice of creating I don't smoke I am not disappointed or I don't get irritable mounds that little by little we reform ourselves. We diminish the size of the negative mounds and turn them into positive sanskara such as, I'm a non-smoker, I'm good-natured, I am equable." Then you build up banks of good nature, bonhomie, openness, non-smoking, or whatever you want. These form a good character and they make our life much easier. Somebody with good habits of life is an agreeable person, able to make his way in life. This is a reward from practice, from cleanliness contentment from a process of self-reform which you can undertake even without yoga. Yoga is a support to it, obviously. Yoga is a way to it, but that doesn't mean there's no reform of sanskara outside of yoga. However, yoga is a powerful tool for liberating ourselves from unwanted, ingrained patterns. Through it, we identify, acknowledge, and progressively change them. What is unique to yoga is an ability to take us further to an unconditioned freedom because yoga sees even good habits as a form of conditioning or limitation.
3: Be like
7: yoga never forgets that the end purpose is not just to remove bad sanskara. We also have to cultivate good deeds to build up good sanskara. Of course, we first have to weed out the bad. But the yoga compass always returns to the notion of emancipation. So what we want is for the bottom of the lake to be flat, so that we don't get any secondary fluctuations bouncing off the bottom.
3: Your job is to satisfy Mrs. Naples.
7: That is freedom. But practically speaking, you can't go from bad sanskara in one jump to freedom. You've got to go from bad sanskara to good sanskara, to freedom. Why don't
0: you take the pussy and it on that pearl?
7: It's a logical progression. It's doable. Theoretically, you could go from bad to total redemption, and there may be cases where this happens, but it would be very rare. In practical terms, most of us have built up negative habits. You want to turn them into positive habits, and then into no habits.
3: Yeah like that and make your dick and make you warm. as night.
7: progress reaches into the subtle layers of kosha you don't avoid smoking because you're a non-smoker or because smoking is bad you are not invoking a duality of good versus bad similarly you do not have to bite off your tongue to avoid giving an angry retort to people who irritate you you're not being self-consciously good it simply becomes second nature to be free You might give an angry answer to a rude person. You might give a courteous answer to a rude person. But either way, you act in freedom. You act appropriately, unconditioned by the past. Suppose you've always eaten too much chocolate. Then you give it up for a long time and free yourself from chocolate. Later on, if someone offers you some chocolate, you can actually say yes or no to the chocolate. But you know that if you pick up a piece of chocolate and eat one piece, you won't have to buy the whole chocolate shop to satisfy a craving, which is still dormant within you. You can
3: My mom was a truck driver for North America.
7: You can touch it lightly and say, great, that's enough. But you're not caught, so you're acting in freedom. That gives you moderation and lightness, and you're dealing with the situation as it is. You're not a prisoner of past badness or past goodness. This has significant karmic implications.
3: Oh my goodness!
7: Everybody wants to have what is called good karma rather than bad. So we're trying to make karmic consequences less unpleasant. Pleasant effects derive from positive sanskara. So build these up and you get good consequences. This makes life pleasant, livable, agreeable, for us and for others. There's a real social benefit, but the yogic goal is freedom. So the yogi says, I want to be free of consequence. I want to be free of karmic causality. Let me act in the present, unconditioned even by the good imprints, bringing good results. I will try to cultivate actions so they are reaction free.
0: it's what'
7: He will not be tied either to the past or, through self-interested motivation, to the future. He will simply act cleanly in the present. If we understand the relationship between sanskara and karma of actions and their consequences, we can break the chain of causality. The advantage of sustained and dedicated practice over time, tapas, is that it creates lasting results. What we do over time removes what we have created over time. We cannot leap to freedom in one bound or one immersion in a holy river. This is a dream, an illusion. Resurfacing ego will always grab us back. The immersion is a beginning and a declaration of good intent. We wash away our stains and heal our wounds and frailties over many minutes in many hours and many years of sustained, mindful application. Nevertheless, even beginners can move rapidly from debit to credit, and the quality of life can change significantly for the better. Presence of mind, self-control, and creative direction embrace us, and we gain the strength to persevere in the face of remaining adversities.
4: What, baby? This baby?
0: Type over. Type over. Type over.
4: Type over. Type DM in it. Blood in it.
7: Whether one agrees with the technicalities of karma causality or not, everyone desires progressively to raise the threshold of their intelligence and to reap the...
1: Well, I know most of you have left because, you know, I don't usually talk after the music is going and that usually lets, gets rid of everyone, right? But I'm still here. I'm still here. I feel calmer now. I feel calmer and I'm ready to eat my, uh, my pork. And, um, yeah. So, um, right. What is this? New Yorker. Masha Gessen joins Tyler Foghat. Foghat? Foghat? on this week's Political Scene podcast to discuss the enforcement of memory culture in Germany and the ongoing battle over the definition of anti-Semitism. Yeah. Is it the shame of the drinking or the suddenly thing? I guess I don't have nothing, to, I have nothing else to say, right? What's this one? What's this again?
0: No. Yeah. Turtle, you want to play with my?
1: If you want to send me voicemails, uh, it's firm uterus is the phone number. Firm uterus. Do I have any old messages I've never played? I don't think so. Uh, what's this one?
0: Oh. Hi, my name is Greg. Calling you from American Solar. How are you today? I suck. Boop. Hi, this is Ethan, and I'm with Medicare Department of the Healthcare Solution. How are you doing today?
1: Hmm. The Healthcare Solution. What's this one?
7: Hi, this is Susan. I'm a Medicare Healthcare Advisor on a recorded line. Can you hear me okay?
1: That shit is depressing
4: as hell. Boop.
3: Hello, this is Sarah. I am a Medicare Health plan Advisor. Hi, Richard, this is Christasia calling from Jeffrey High with State Farm. Hello, is this Celestia and Madge Weinstein? We have a voicemail for you from me and my husband. We currently are over here in the Californias, and I'm I'm wanting to say hi to you and introduce her to you to touch my partner, Lady Shabububu. Her name is Shabububu.
5: She is made out of clay, and she don't know how to slay. She
3: got a wig, but she really is cute. Her hair is tall, but you don't know her. Anyway, she's got problems. she got a situation. She's got drinking problems. She don't know who she is. Sometimes, you know, she's like, This is what we call an identity crisis. This is, I sometimes in my head, I'm here. I'm I'm here for it, honey. And then the next time, I'm like, oh, no. Thank you for listening to our voicemail tribute to the Lesbian Madge Weinstein. And we look forward to calling you again real soon, girl. Bye.
1: That's a shame. I, I just got that mail. That's from May 13th, 2022. That's like a year and a half ago. Oh, wow. Well. What's this? Hey,
0: Madge. It's Steve Stallsblades in Denver. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking about you when I ask my cat randomly, Are you hungry? Anyway, I think about you and turtle and all the old days on your show, and I still listen in when
4: I can. Do new stuff.
0: Hey, I'm almost 100% sure this is the lips, line, layups, cause I said, oh, before everything started. What the fuck is happening, Madge? I don't know if you're gonna get this before anything else, but I gave you a frowny face once because you were kind of a, kind of a spoiled brat.
4: And now everything's disappeared. What did you,
0: uh, did you rage quit like Deborah and delete everything? And a buck? Huh? Oh, come on, Madge.
4: Please tell me, so, say <clears> this, <throat> so. You're
0: going to fucking kill me, man. For real? And now I can't even ask you any questions, because you race quitted your social media, too? Fuck.
4: Hi, my name is Mary. Can you hear me? Uh-huh. No.
3: Hello, Madge. It's Emily. I'm not drunk this time. I'm stoned. Um, I've been listening to a bunch of old episodes. Lately, I don't know why from December. Um, I still can't over. I can't get over that Griselda doesn't like mayonnaise. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm fat from the Midwest. But I love it so much. Um, I'm listening to the pee pee poo poo episode. I don't know. Something about pee pee. I don't know. Um, dick water. Um, well. I work at a new shitty restaurant now. Uh, I thought it was never a taco truck, Madge. It was, you know, a Mexican restaurant with a taco truck that operated singularly. Okay? I love you. Goodbye.
0: I imagine. Hag. Giga. I had a question for you. So I recently decided that I was going to dabble with 240 volts AC directly to the prostate. So I took a butter knife, stuck it up my ass, and then backed up into the wall. But it only burned a little bit. And I think this is because in the United States we only have one hundred and twenty volts. So my question is, what is the best voltage multiplier for prostate stimulation two hundred forty volts via butter knife? I hope you can help me. Goodbye.
3: I'm going to reach you concerning your car's extended warranty. I'm Madge it's Emily. I'm just calling you because. Uh, I'm still so drunk from last night. Uh, I know we tried... Oh, I quit my job at the shithole Mexican restaurant, so... For the next two weeks, I'm taking a break, okay? Um, I was there every fucking day for the past, like, five months. Ugh, I'm gonna kill myself. Actually, no, I won't. Just kidding. I'm sorry. Oops. Um... I've done it before. It didn't work. Um, so my birthday is on the 25th. I'll be 32 years old. Uh, don't know how to feel about that, but I've been listening to you since I was 17. Oh, anyway, I love you. I'm very sad about Regina George. I have get triggered by it quite often. I love Hagatha. Oh my fucking God. Oh my God. So now I'll be available to actually talk on the show if you would be ever so gracious as to invite me many train wreck stories um i got a lot of them um yeah well i love you madge uh, i hope you can hear the music from my neighbors i live in the hood but i've been living in the hood for a very long time after my bougie upbringing um so yeah i um, a mental illness is spiraling out of control as usual um i'm glad you're okay um you were born a year before my mom so i remember you called my mom we were on uh the the chat room when you used to live stream i forgot what it was on it was on like it wasn't on Stickham, was it i don't fucking remember but this is like 2009 or something (laughs) and i was talking to you in there and my mom would listen with me because she's just amazing but i miss her a lot i was 671 miles from her or some shit because I was in Virginia. Don't ask me why. Uh, well, I can tell you about it too. It's a train wreck story as well. But uh, you told her that she is probably a woman who is a librarian that's never dyed her hair. My mom has never dyed her hair in, in her life. And I just felt that was your silly brown moment. And anyway, I know I've said this a thousand times, but I love you so much, really. You have gotten me through. I know it sounds ridiculous, but just the comfort and the longevity of this program has really helped me. A lot of times, I think I've listened to, what was it, Game of Moans? Like, I always fall asleep to it, or I listen to that just all the time. Anyway, Madge, I love you. Okay? I'll talk to you soon. All right, bye.
0: Hey, Madge, it's Daphne Dews from The Telegram. And uh, I just wanted to leave a quick voice now, you know, I'm interested in what, you know, you and the other listeners think about this with the mask mandates coming down across the entire country with the restrictions being completely lifted in most parts. You know, it feels to me a lot like it is okay now that it's a Democrat making these decisions and that under Trump, none of these decisions that are being made would have ever flown. And you know, in lots of states, um, mine included, where pretty much all of our GDP comes from tourism, it feels especially greed-motivated. Looking forward to hear what you and everyone else has to think about it. Bye-bye now. Hello? 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 Chicken fried steak. Hi, this is Daniel from Amazon Customer Service. We have seen a recent order number, AMZ0987, of iPhone 11 Pro on your account, which is billed on your card attached to your Amazon Here is your message. This is the Chicago Department of Public Health. You are receiving this message because you received a first dose of Moderna vaccine with Innovative Express Care. This provider is no longer able to provide second doses. To receive your second dose at a city-operated site, book an appointment at getvaxshy.chicago.com.
3: No. Hi, Mag. It's me, Emily. Um, responding to the last play. I'm not from Detroit. I am from Grand Rapids, But I did live near Detroit I the last five years in a suburb called Bologna. The Motown Museum is absolutely amazing. The Detroit Institute of Art is really really she's gone. Um, just harmonious, ghost, paintings, just wonderful amazing museum um just so much of detroit is not talked about not seen they've really done a lot to uh improve midtown and downtown but obviously you know um, the majority uh the people the common people uh that aren't (laughs) rich. sorry i'm laughing at that girdle
0: Hey, Madge, this is Patricia from Denver. Um, I haven't finished the latest episode, but hampoon Tammy is uh, crying, and it made me sad, but has, make, make sure she knows about naltrexone. It's a medicine, and I know it's like big pharma, but, you know, like, it's a medication that reduces cravings for alcohol, plus, like, opioids. I don't think that's Tammy's issue but um, I don't know if she needs to find her higher power to not get eaten out or maybe try a little pharmaceutical. So would you relay that te- Maybe I could, you're on one of the social medias, but um, hope you're well, you dirty whore. I'm out of breath because I'm outside and I'm happy.
3: Welcome to Chase Card Services. Hello, this is Lisa calling you from Chase Bank. We are monitoring your payment history, and you have been qualified to drop down your interest.
0: Hey, Madge, it's uh, Patrice from uh, Colorado, and I just listened to your opening with the Lady Bunny show, but um, I heard you were demonetized from the YouTube. And, um, I think you should really consider This is what the Davey Wavy does This... faggot. Uh, he puts a... Curtain behind his waist And gets fucked in the ass on YouTube And, um... I think you and your partner Your lesbian partner could do that With a dildo or strap on So, uh, you should think about that to get back on the YouTube Monetization. I'm sorry that uh, it took your money. But uh, happy Thanksgiving for you and the white ladies and other ladies. Bye. <music>
4: I want to write a poem, honey.